right, we're back uh, with Firefighter Kingdom. I'm your host, Robert Sanchez, uh, with our co-host, Vince Trujillo. And uh, I'm happy to have and, and uh, an honor to have a guest today from the UK. Um, we're going to talk about uh, kind of life in the fire brigade in the UK and how maybe the differences in, in between the fire departments in the United States and fire departments in the UK and, and kind of how we all have the same goals but we might do the job a little bit different, but we always, the outcome's always the same of firefighters always saving lives and property. So that's good. So, yeah, we have uh, Lee Phillips from London in the UK, from the London Fire Brigade. How are you doing, Lee? I'm good, thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Nice, man. So, you know what? I had <laughs> a great opportunity to meet you, like, in 2011. You guys, uh, you guys actually brought a fire truck down from the UK, and... You toured the United States, and you guys made it through Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it was it was an awesome time. We had an honor to meet you, and you know, have a few drinks, and kind of take pictures of the fire truck and stuff like that. So, it was it was a great opportunity and a great idea you guys had. Can you tell us a little about a little bit about that? Yeah, it was it was that was a great time. So we um, we wanted to do something for the ten year anniversary of nine eleven. Um, so we bought this old fire truck from the UK that had been retired from service here, and we shipped it over to New York. Um, and then we went to the ceremony um, in New York for 9-11. And then um, what we'd arranged was we were going to donate the fire truck to a charity that puts them back into service down in South America. So we had to drive it across to L.A. And the U.S. Air Force were going to fly it down to Nicaragua from L.A. So we took a road trip right across the States, obviously stopping at different firehouses all the way across. And obviously in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I met yourself. And uh, yeah, what what a trip it was! It was yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, so you guys went from New York to California, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How, yeah, how many days across. did that take? I think altogether it took like just over two weeks because we didn't just go straight through. You know, we stopped for a couple of days here and there, here and there. So um, yeah, enjoyed the scenery, had a few beers with the guys across as we made our way across. Right. Very nice, man. That was that was a that was a good uh. uh a good uh, thing that you guys did for 9-11 and just been able to see the fire truck that UK have. And just even talking to you guys, it's interesting, man. So, you know, that's why I contacted you and see if you could be on our podcast and that it's a great idea, you know? So I think, you know, it's not really that different if you stop to think about it between the United States and the UK or even around the world. I mean, firefighters, we have the same goal, right? It's to save life and property. And yeah, absolutely. And you guys do a great job at that in the UK. You know, the firefighters in the United States do a great job. And even, you know, around the world, the firefighters I talk to, I mean, they just have firefighters just have that unique ability to be able to, you know, adapt and overcome and, you know, have a goal of saving lives and property and just accomplishing it. Sometimes we might use different apparatus, we might use different tools. But at the same time, we're accomplishing the same goal. And that's what I that's what I like about the brother and sisterhood, you know, around the world for firefighters. I mean, you can go in any fire station around the world and they'll welcome you if you're a firefighter and yeah, you guys do the same ab- in the absolutely. UK. Absolutely. Like like you say, we're cut from the same cloth, I think. We, you know, we we enjoy the same things, we do the job for the same reasons. So yeah, you know, like you say, we have different procedures or policies the way we do things, but ultimately our, our goal is the same. Right, absolutely. So Lee, tell me, man, I mean you're you're successful is hell and i mean you're on social media everywhere and just you've been you have a sex, successful career success, a successful life and personal training and all those so tell me how how did you even get started with in the fire brigade there in, in uh in the uk uh so i it wasn't something that i always wanted to do to be honest with you i was um i was at university um i studied geology at university 
and I finished university and I was actually working for a bank at the time and it, I just hated the office job, you know, it wasn't for me. And a friend of mine was applying to the London Fire Brigade um, and I, I was living in a town called, a city called Leicester, which is in the Midlands uh, at the time. And I, I, he showed me what it was all about and I was like, wow, that sounds, sounds like an awesome career. So I applied, um, I got in first time, fortunately, and yeah, I've been doing it ever since, loving, every, loving it every day. So yeah, I was very, very fortunate in that respect find it that way that's good man so how many years have you been in the fire brigade yeah this is my 20th year so you've been on so i've been on 20 years too so that's quite a career i mean not only are you a a firefighter over there i mean you're also uh so when if we talk about the rank structure and the fire service in the united states like you and i were talking about you know the other day when we talked you know and the rank structure in the uk um there in london I mean, so we have firefighters and we have engineer drivers and we have lieutenant captains, battalion chief. And you guys start a different rank structure. And what's your current rank there in, in the brigade? Uh, so my rank at the moment, I'm a sub-officer. I was called a sub-officer. Okay, so so how does the rank structure work from there? So for us over here, it starts off with firefighter. Then you go to leading firefighter, sub-officer, station officer, and then station commander. So... My rank, I'm in charge of a watch on a station at the moment. Um, okay. So I guess I'm sort of like, you're, well, in between your sort of captain and lieutenant level. Right. So a sub-officer would probably be a lieutenant, and then, you know, a captain would be your next level. What's after the, under the, or above the sub-officer is the... It's a station officer. Station so officer. So that'd probably they, be a captain. They, yeah, they're both in charge of stations. A station officer is just in charge of a slightly bigger station than a, okay. than a sub-officer, basically. Okay, so it's just it's similar, but just different uh, names. Yeah, yeah. So, sounds but good. But you guys, do you guys get um, different... Uh, do you get paid differently for, your, for the qualifications you have out there? Right, absolutely, yeah. So, you know, in most fire departments in the United States, there's a promotion process, you know, so you put in for the promotion process. You probably have a written, and you'll have, like, a scenario that you, you do... And then, you know, you might go before an oral board. And then right. in, in most uh, fire departments, you're put on a list. And then from the list, you know, depending on the highest score that they go from, that's how they promote from, especially if you're an IFF union member, which I know you're a union member down there. We talked about and we'll, we'll bring that up in a little bit. But, yeah. yeah, so in each rank, just depending on the contract and negotiated for each uh, municipality or county or state, you know, there's a different pay structure. You know, I know the fire department I work from, there's 10% difference between each rank. So okay. the higher you go, you get 10% uh, uh, upgrade in pay. So right, okay. Does it work similar yeah, over there? Uh, we obviously, yeah, we, you get um, an increase in pay as you progress up the ladder with different ranks. But for skills, so uh, if you become, like, trained in specialist skills, there's no actual additional pay for that. Um, so you could have a firefighter who's got no specialist skills and a really sort of high, highly trained firefighter with a lot of specialist skills, and they'll both be on the same pay in the UK. Right. Yeah, so that's similar. So like I said, man, it's just uh, there's there's really no difference between them. You know, it's, it's kind of like I said, you know, it's just they're different names, a little bit different apparatus. So, you know, that's that's kind of unique, you know, like, you know, I guess the only difference is you and I were talking is, you know, I know you guys call us mate a lot. And I asked you, what's, you know, what's a funny thing that Americans say? You say, because we call our pants, pants, <laughs> pants are your yeah, underwear. Yeah. yeah, we call our pants underwear. So yeah. well, our, our pants are our underwear. So, yeah. And what do you guys call pants down there? 
So we call our trousers up. What you call pants, we call our trousers. Oh, okay. So you wear to work as <laughs> your trousers. Okay. So that's kind of yeah. that's kind of funny. So what else yeah. is there? And it's like kind of you probably think I have an accent, but I think you have an accent, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> my accent's not even from London because I'm from I'm a pl- from a place called Wales originally. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I heard South that. South Wales. Right. So um, yeah, people in London think I've got an accent too. So I'm I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And then you know, I well, it was cool, man. I was I was uh, thinking that I was coming into to the podcast. I was thinking that it's awesome that you guys have a you're on a fire boat, right? That's right. Yeah, currently my station, um, I'm stationed on the River Station in London, so we cover the length of the Thames uh, through central London all the way down to the estuary. Um, and it's the only only river station in, in London, so it's uh, yeah, it's quite a privilege to be on that station, really. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're you're on the river, not the ocean, right? Obviously. Yeah, it's the river, but it's a yeah, it's a tidal from. river, so um, we get uh, obviously t- tidal changes every day, and then it, we we cover the ground all the way down to the estuary, so right down to the ocean where the, the Thames meets the the, the sea. Oh, the okay, okay. So what? Um, and that's I mean, not only do we have you, you know, we're fortunate to have you from from London, but you're also on a fireboat. That's you know, unique in itself. I mean, for New Mexico, we're landlocked. I mean. The only really water we have around here is is far away, and we can go to a local pond or something if we want. But, right. but uh, I no, just no fireboats. No fireboats. Yeah, not in New Mexico. So uh, it's beautiful country. I mean, I love living here, but we don't have no fireboats. So, like your job duties on a fireboat. I mean, are they how much different are they like on an apparatus? So you would call an engine, right? On your in your town. I mean, like obviously you do fire suppression on on vessels or boats that catch on fire. But yeah, you also do yeah. it like on a fixed structure on land, right? If you're close to the river, you can. Yeah, so we'll we'll supply water to um, to land. So obviously we can just lift it straight out of the river and pump it to our appliances on the land. So if they're running, you know, if water supplies are, are compromised on land, we've obviously got a massive supply of water from the river, so we can help out there. But most of I say most of our calls are water rescue from people actually either jumping into the river intentionally or falling into the river. That's the vast majority of our of our calls. Okay, so more rescue? Yeah, yeah, a lot more rescue so, uh, than fi- fire on the river. So is there a lot of water sports that take place near your station there? Uh, yeah, there, there's actually becoming more. It's becoming more and more popular as, as the river's being cleaned up. There's a lot more environmental work going on. So we get a lot more kayakers, stand-up paddle boarders on the river. Um, yeah, using the river every day, pretty much. So that's where a lot of your your calls and your rescues come from. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, in central London, we we get a lot of suicides off the bridges. So people jump off the bridges into the river. Right. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's one of our most common shouts. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Right. So we call them calls over here. Like I'm going to a call, and you call them shouts, right? That's right. Yeah, so how many? Yeah, so like, if you're on like shift change. Is that what you call them? Shift chains, like you, uh, you're changing, you know, uh, firefighters. We call them watches. So watches. What, we call, what you call a shift, we call a watch. Okay. So we have we have four watches: red, white, green, and blue, which okay. are the four shifts. All right, cool. And like over here, we have three shifts, which is A, B, and C. So right. so similar, but just different names. So you yeah. call them. So like, if you, I don't know, say if I had, you know, twenty, thirty calls, you would call them twenty or thirty watches, right? No. It's, Calls or shouts. So shouts, I'm 20, sorry. 30 shouts. calls would be like, yeah, shouts, 20, 30 shouts. Okay. And then I'm I'm on red watch. Okay. So green watch are on duty tonight, and I'm on duty tomorrow morning, so I'll be going in, taking over from green watch 
tomorrow morning. Okay, so do you guys work 24-48s or 40-96? No, we do two days, two nights, four off. So our, our day shifts are from 9.30 in the morning till 8 at night. So we'll do two of those. Then we'll go straight on to nights for two nights, which are 8 at night till night. 8 at night till 9.30 the next morning. And then once we finish the two nights, we'll have, well, three and a half days off. Okay. So, so uh, you don't work 24-hour shifts then? You work 12 no, hours? No, no, Okay. Okay. Is cool. that what you guys do out there? Yeah, so m- most of the departments, like where I come from, it's 48 hours on and 96 off. So we have two days on and four days off. And then wow. they're, they're that schedule, or a lot of them are 24 on and 48 off. So they work two day, one day on and wow. two days off. So that's yeah. I think I think I actually prefer that because like when when I go to work for a day shift, by the time I get home from work, and then I have to get back up to the next day to go back to work. So you may as well stay at the station and be on duty for that time. Right. Yeah. So, so and then yeah. so those are the the most uh, unique the schedules in the United States. And sometimes they work what they call the Cali day. I think they work one day one, one day off, one day on, one day off, and they have like two days off or something like that. I'm not real familiar with that schedule, but so those are the three most popular schedules in the United States. And most of them are 24 on right. all the time. So, yeah, so that's uh, it. So what is a whole UK like that pretty much in the same schedule you have? Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think there's any, any brigades in the UK that do like 24 or 48 hour shifts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's unique. So, you know, not only, I mean, so we talked about you being in the fire, uh, uh, on the fire boat and stuff like that, but you're also on the fire calendar, right? So I was just, so all the women out there could just find your calendar and look at you, man. <laughs> where, where can they find that calendar at? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek uh, fun. <laughs> so it's uh, the money, ra- some of the money raised from it goes towards our, our firefighters charity, which is um, the main firefighters charity in the UK that um, helps firefighters that are injured um, and puts them through rehab and stuff. So it's for a good cause, but um yeah, I get the Mickey taken out of me for being in it, you know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure, man. You, you know how you know how they are at the firehouse, man. They, yeah. <laughs> you have to have thick skin working there. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've heard them all. <laughs> I think that has to be one of the prerequisites. Of the prerequisites if you're going to work for the fire department, you have to have thick skin, or it's just going to work yeah. out. <laughs> and then, so I mean, just I mean, your fitness alone. I mean, that's what I mean. You're into fitness. You're a personal trainer, and you have your own business doing it. Right? I was correct yeah yeah that's right so most guys in the uk have other jobs as well as the fire service so um yeah my thing is fitness i've always been into fitness always done a lot of sports always competed in sports so um sort of personal training was a natural thing for me so to share my knowledge and experience so that's what i pretty much do most of the time when i'm not at the station so that's your kind of side job there that you got that's right yeah yeah so and then like You've been in uh, was it like twenty four issues of Men's Health magazines like all over the world, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been on the cover there twenty four times. Yeah, all over the world, like you say. So pretty fortunate there. Um, That's nice. Yeah. So have you have you been on any issues in the United States? I think no, I've not actually been on the, uh, any in the states. I've been pretty much everywhere else, but I've never been on one in the states. So, so like Europe, uh, you can, I mean, where what other places in the world? Oh, uh, like Australia, South Africa. Um, all over Europe, like Portugal, Germany, um, Spain, uh, UK, obviously. Um, yeah. So, but never in the States. So that's, that's my next, uh, nice. next target. Nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get some of those uh, issues up on our podcast and our social media on Facebook and, and, uh, Instagram. So we can show some of those. 
Oh, that's 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 cool, man. That's that's awesome. So, do you? I mean, just curious. Do you get paid to to do it, or do they pay you? How does it work? Yeah, yeah, they pay me. So the the way I got into it was I got um I got approached by um uh, an agent who was who was um like looking for guys to be to, to go to men's health basically, and um he approached me and you know said, would you be interested in doing something like this? And I'd obviously read the magazine, been into fitness, you know, it was something I always sort of looked at and I thought, wow, it'd be cool to be the guy on the cover of that. And then I went to the magazine for a casting um, and they liked me and then sort of all went from there, went on the first one and then that sold well. And then they asked me to go on another one and another. So yeah, so all good. So do you get like, a, do you get paid per issue or just kind of give you just one like pay mentor? Um, well, the way it used to work when I first started, they paid you uh, per issue, but now the most recent ones, they've changed the whole structure of the way the, the magazine's owned all over the globe. So right. you, you, you get paid for one shoot um, and then they could get a lot of different pictures from that shoot, obviously. And right. they could use those for then loads of different covers, but you only get paid for the one the one shoot. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that, that's, yeah. I guess that could be good or bad, right? Yeah, it's good. You know, it's not, it's not mega money, to be honest with you, uh-huh. um, because it's more sort of the thing you know, guys would do do it for free to be on the cover of Men's Health. Right, you know what I mean? Right. But um, kind of and it's helped me. It's helped me with my my business. You know, and and you know, getting my name out there in the fitness industry, being on the cover of Men's Health. So um, you don't get paid a lot for it, but there's there's other bonuses. Right. If that makes right. sense. So I mean, talking about your fitness, I mean the police and fire world games you're a part of, and that's huge, man. I mean, so I know firefighters and police know that all over the globe, and you you were even a gold medalist in that, right? I was just Reading yeah, on the, the last one I competed in was actually in the States. It was in LA in 2017. Um, I came out to compete in that and I competed in two competitions, the ultimate firefighter competition and the um, CrossFit competition there. And um, yeah, I managed to win gold in, in both of those in my age category. So it was pretty cool. That's nice. So the ultimate firefighter, is it like a combat challenge? Similar to combat challenge, but there's, uh, there's four or five different events. Um, and yeah, so it's stuff like, you know, running up the tower, hauling hose aloft, um, running out hose, dragging a dummy, um, things, things like that, basically. And you, you compete across the four or five different events, and then it's your, your cumulative time for, those, for all those events at the right. end. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. So that's a team sport, or is that individual time? No, it's individual. Okay. Yeah, individual. So how many uh, competitors competed on that event when you won the gold in 2017? I don't know off the top of my head because it was sort of spread over a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, but it was, there was like all together at the games, there was over 5,000, I think 5,000 athletes from all over the world. So it was, yeah, it was a massive competition and they had all different sports there, you know? Yeah. Any, any sport you think of pretty much it was, it was there. Right. So that's, that's, that's awesome. So that was in, in Los, An- Los Angeles, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next one is, so it's every four years, like the Olympics. And the uh-huh. next one was scheduled to be in Rotterdam in the Netherlands next year. But they've obviously had to postpone it because of COVID, unfortunately. So right. um, I think it's going to be the year after now. Right. Okay. Yeah, 2020 has been a crazy year, right, for the whole world. Yeah. What's the, how is it, uh, speaking of COVID, like in the fire brigade down there, how is it, has it changed? I mean, how has it changed your guys' uh, response uh, so we've got had some new procedures come in. We've had some new PPE, some respirators and, um, and masks, which we use, you know, when we're, we're recessing the casualty, obviously, because 
you're doing chest compressions, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, you know, sure. you're going to get a lot of droplets coming out of the, the mouth and the lungs. So, um, yeah, we've got different procedures in place to sort of limit, limit the risk with that. Right. Um, so as far as the general public, are they, is there a mandate to wear masks like in public going to the store, buying groceries, whatever the case may be? Yeah, at the moment in the UK there is. So if you go into a shop, you have to you have to wear a mask on public transport. You have to wear a mask. Um, yeah. And restaurants so, are they open? Restaurants are open, yeah, um, and pubs are open, but pubs have to close at 10 p.m. There's a 10 p.m. curfew okay. um, at the moment. And then there's di- different parts of the UK have got different um, different sort of restrictions based on the number of cases that they've got. So it's it's pretty much different wherever you are in the UK. Right. So it's much like the United States. I mean, every, every state's pretty much different um, the way we do it. But it's similar, man. Everybody has to wear a mask, you know, everywhere you go. Restaurants the same unless you're sitting down at the, the table eating. You have to take them off, obviously. But, yeah. So it's pretty similar here. Um, <clears throat> and so so what? tell me about the turf games and tribal clash. I mean, those competitions are – they're known around – they're real popular around the world as well, right? And you competed in those and, and won also? Yeah, yeah. So So – Tri- uh, sorry, Turf Games is like a team-based functional fitness competition. So it's a similar, bit similar to CrossFit. Um, and um, I started off competing in that um, I, with a team, obviously, and won, won the first few competitions. And then um, I became more involved in the, the, the organizing side. So I, I now design all the workouts for the competitions. Um, and we've, we've run competitions, again, all over the world. So we've, we've done a couple in New York and L.A., We've done Sydney, Australia, Dubai. Um, so it was all going really well until COVID came along again. And uh, that, that stopped our travel plans, unfortunately. But, Absolutely. Uh, Where's the next one? I mean, after when this COVID thing ends? Uh, hopefully we'll be going back to Dubai because um, that's pretty close to us here in the UK. So that would be the, the, the nearest one for us to get out. And then Sydney and then hopefully back to the States as well. Um, we would do actually to come to the states to do another one in LA in October, so right now, but obviously, just not possible at the moment, unfortunately. Right, right. And then, so the tribal clash is that's more of a, a single. Yeah, that that's just um, a competition that I compete in. So I obviously compete in a lot of competitions as well, and um, that's um, again, it's a team-based competition, but they have it on beaches. Um, so they they do a lot of um, sort of like strongman type workouts with big at, big atlas stones rope climbs that sort of thing um and that's on on beaches started off in the uk but they've also got competitions all around the world now as well nice yeah i was kind of just looking at those and they're they're uh, they're pretty big events or competitions that are around the world and popular you guys have a big turnout for those so how about have they yeah, been televised at all on tv on espn um not yet only on sort of social media um we have, we have had talks with a couple of media companies, but nothing as yet. So um, at the moment, it's just, just broadcast on sort of social media. Right, right. So where's the, where's the, how far is the beach from where you're located? Oh, here in London? Yeah. Uh, well, there's one right down the road just next to the River Thames, but it's not a very nice beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit dirty, to be honest. Uh, so the nearest one would probably be Brighton, which is uh, probably like an hour's drive from London. Right. So that's not too far then. It's not that bad. No, not too far. I mean, closer than where I'm from. I mean, <laughs> so I'm probably, I don't know, what, 
10 hours away from the closest beach yeah, probably. You, so. You're up in the mountains there, aren't you? Yeah, we're in the mountains. So, I mean, it's beautiful country. You are here before, so you, you know, so it's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, yeah, I loved it there. Yeah, we're not close to any beaches. So, nah. and then, you know, like here, uh, we're, we're IFF members, so International Association of Firefighters Union. So, I mean, it's almost, we have I mean, over 300, 322,000 uh, members in the United States that are members of the IFF, the Wow. The biggest firefighter union in the United States and Canada. And just, I mean, and it's strong over here, you know. So I'm, I happen to be the president of the state of New Mexico for, for, the, for the IFF. And, and I know you Would guys you say have, most guys are, are members of the union there? Yeah, most of them are. Way, yeah. way, an overwhelming majority are members of the union. So, I mean, I know where I come from. I mean, probably 98% of the members are union members. Yeah. So, and then you have uh, the FBU over there. That's your guys' union over there. So it's that, that's right. Yeah, it's called the Fire Brigades Union, the FBU. They do a lot of good work for us. Like uh, I'm a union member, like like you said. And um, say so the majority of firefighters in the UK are are members of the FBU. And so, so pretty. So the majority in the UK are a member of the FBU. Does it go outside of the the UK? The FBU. No, it's just just UK based union. Yeah. Okay. So how many members roughly are? In the UK, oh, I, I don't know to be honest. You right. got me there. Do you, I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't have a clue. Right. Do you happen to know how many just firefighters are members in the UK? In, in the UK, well, we've got five thousand firefighters in London, um, and London Fire Brigade is the, is the biggest fire brigade in the UK. So, uh-huh. um, when, once you get outside of London, we they have brigades have what's called retained firefighters. So you have a whole time station, which is your normal fire station like we have in London, where you know, it's manned 24 seven. And then the retained stations, the guys are on pages at home. So they might be at home tonight, for example, they'll get paged and then they have to respond to the fire station within a set time. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get on the truck and then they'll respond to the call. Are they paid firefighters or are they volunteers? Yeah, they, so they, they're the retained guys, they're paid like a retainer fee and then they get paid them per call that they attend. Okay. And obviously depending on how long the call is, they get paid more if it's longer. What, so yeah right so i'm um, like so at your uh your fire we call them stations that we call them fire stations or firehouses what do you guys call, we call them, them fire, fire stations fire yeah. stations so how many so at your station on your on your color group or um what how many firefighters are on at a time on my watch so i've got on seven seven guys on my watch seven yeah. and so that's yeah. that's an in, an engine and that's a fireboat that's just the fireboat. So the fireboat station is a separate station all, all by itself on the river. Okay. So it's a float, floating station on the river. Um, it's the same as like a one, one appliance station on the land. Um, oh, okay. So if it was on the land, it would just be a one truck station. So, okay. Um, so yeah, there's so no the, engine there. It's just strictly fireboat. Just a fireboat. Yeah. We've across the road, there's a land station and they've got, they've got two trucks at that station, but it's a totally separate station. So we don't, we just crew the boat. Those guys just crew the trucks across across the road. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. How many are at that station? So that's that station is 12, 12 firefighters on the watch there. So is that four personnel on the truck? Yeah, minimum four four crew on a truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So nice, very nice. So uh, is so Sin, you're very popular over there. So is there any? Uh, what are you, your plans, any further plans to be in any other magazines or any kind of talk shows or anything like that? 
you don't it, uh, you never know you know stuff comes in every day and it's always really unexpected so who knows i could get a phone call or an email tomorrow you never know you never know what's gonna happen right right so all right man so is there anything uh you want to add and let the firefighters in the united states know uh, actually, one thing we've, we have talked about, I talked about with one of the guys that I did the trip with back in 2011, because right. next year is the 20th anniversary. Um, so we were thinking of doing it again. So yeah, we might absolutely. be coming through through New Mexico again. So Yeah, if you're coming through New Mexico, uh, look me up, and we'll definitely go have a, a go to a pub, as you guys call them, a pint or a few beers. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, beers. Definitely. And then uh, maybe we can get you guys live on the podcast down here, man, a few of you, and that'd be awesome. Yeah, and we can have cool, it live yeah. outside next to one of you, like a fire truck or whatever. If you guys bring a fire truck this time or whatever, and but definitely, if you're in the United States, look us up, man. We might be able to meet up. And I know a lot oh, of firefighters 100%. in every state, so we can hook you guys up and whatever you guys need. Yeah, and if any any of your listeners are listening, and you know they they want us to come by their station or whatever, just I'm sure you can put my my social media or something so they can get in contact with me. Absolutely. Um, on the po- on the podcast, yeah. Give me give me a shout out and um, yeah, let us know. Be cool, cool to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do that. And so you know, at least so we have a uh, you know our my my co-host uh, Vince Trujillo. He's also the producer. Um, does a great job for us, as you see in social media. You know all the the graphics and all the editing and the audio and video. Um, but he, we have what we call community segment. So right. he asked questions like basically on sometimes, you know, you and I, you know, we have certain, you know, lingo or, or words that we use that the general public doesn't usually know or talk about. Right, yeah. And uh, we, uh, we have him on just to ask questions, you know, and I know he had some questions because like, we were excited to have you on and it's, it's very nice. So we're going we're gonna to bring Vince Trujillo on uh, now. So here we go with our community segment. Uh, we have, like I said, we have Vince Trio, our co-host. How you doing, Vince? Good, Talk man. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited. It's our first international episode. We're planning to have much more. We have like a, a really badass guest on today. So it's so impressive to hear about everything uh, that you, you're doing out there, Lee. So congratulations on your success and hard work into that. Uh, thanks, Vince. And uh, thanks for having me on. You know, so, you know, I think Robert pretty much covered anything that we could cover, but I just wanted to ask a couple of fun questions since you're across the pond there and uh, okay. some of the community here. We got to hear about, you know, the different words you use for everything, the shouts and, and the brigade and, you know, you're on a water boat there. Uh, just tell some of our people here, because you've been to New Mexico once and some of a lot of people here, you know, some of us have traveled maybe once, once or twice to London or the UK. Uh, what's, as a firefighter there, what are some of the things you guys do? I know here they kind of come to like a coffee shops. They do that. In, during the day, where do uh, people see you in London the most uh, on your riverboat? Like what, what are you doing? Do you stop sometimes and go down and get some fish and chips? Do you go get some coffee? <laughs> what, what are the regular <laughs> things, you know? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're out and about. You know, we are, we're always out and about doing training. Um, and just, you, you know, we have to do what's called local knowledge on the river because the river's always changing. So we're always out and about, you know, and we'll, we'll stop, get coffee or whatever. And when I was on the land station, we'd do similar things. We would be out doing like community fire safety work, you know, putting up smoke alarms, yeah, giving people fire safety advice. And, you know, and we'd stop and grab a coffee and, you know, and chat to the public. So they, they'd see us around, around town pretty much every day. And, and so they're going to see you at coffee shops. They're going to see you getting uh, fish and chips. What are your, what is your, one of your favorite food to do during the day? I know you keep fit, but like here, here, like if they see cops out, 
you know, they'll say, okay, it's a donut shop, you know, you know, and the coffee and then firefighters, you see them at coffee, coffee places are driving around. Uh, where, where do you regular for food? Where are you going to see a lot of firefighters eating? Uh, where are you going to see firefighters eating? A lot of firefighters uh, like Nando's. Do you have Nando's out there in the States? No, I don't know what that is. It's, uh, it's like a peri-peri chicken. So it's like a spicy chicken. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty popular with firefighters in the, in the UK. So you, you probably see them hanging out at Nando's. Is it Nando's Chicken? Is it a chicken? Nando's Chicken. That's it. Yeah, it's like a chicken, <laughs> chicken restaurant. We'll is have it, to look that up. Yeah. Is it fried chicken? No, it's like uh, grilled on a barbecue. So it's oh, marinated okay. um, in spice. You can get different levels of spice. And then it's like grilled on the barbecue. Nice. Um, oh, that's nice. And that's on your cheat day, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's on the cheat day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that, that's that's a good one there. So then, uh, coffee's big for firefighters. You guys drink yeah, a lot of coffee over there. Big, obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and yeah, some guys are you know quite snobby about their coffee as well over here in the UK. So it's got to be specially filtered, and there's different ways to do it. I'm not that, I'm not up on it to be honest. I like good coffee, but I don't really know how to make it. So, so <laughs> I'm quite lucky someone always makes it for me. <laughs> you, you know, man, we, we're working on a coffee blend right now out of a single uh, uh, a single source farm uh, out of uh, Colombia. And it's called, a, oh, we're going to, wow. Firefighter Kingdom's coming out with one. We're going to send you one. It's a first responder blend we have coming out here this fall. Remind me to yeah. get you one. Then we can get you guys to give us an opinion, man, if you like it or not. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to try that out. So coffee. And then, uh, you know, last question is, so, you know, pubs, you know, a lot of Americans, we know you guys are like popular, the pub, uh, you're drinking some pints. You said you admitted to me you drink some pints, even though I don't know how you keep your, your, your body fat ratio so low, man. Um, tell me, uh, like what, what is, what do firefighters drink? What, what's their favorite, uh, uh, type of, uh, flavor of, uh, beer? Uh, it would just be beer, man. It, like lager probably. Uh, there's loads of different types of craft beers out in the UK now. So different types of craft lager, um, it's pretty, it's pretty popular, but yeah, I used to play rugby. So I used to drink a lot of pints when oh, I was Oh man, the rugby guys, rugby. that's like what they live on, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, that sort of set me up well when I was younger playing rugby. So I'm, I'm not strange <laughs> to a pint. <laughs> so you can down some pints. You know how to do that. So you, you roll up to the pub. You say, give me a pint of lager. Or do you just say, what do you say? Yeah, pint, pint of lager. Um, and then down the hatch. Down the hatch. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Nice one, mate. <laughs> all right man appreciate it thanks for your service over there uh so the the ladies listening you're going to be our first uh you're also our first uh, calendar guy on our episode so we're going to be posting some pictures of you if that's all right uh oh, from yeah, from, cool. from the you. internet and stuff so if, <laughs> if if some of our female supporters of firefighters here in firefighter kingdom want to get a hold of some of your calendars where would you recommend that they go uh, you can look on, if you search uh, British Firefighters Calendar, um, I think that's probably going to be the best place to get hold of some. Uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be in many shops out there in the States, unfortunately. All right, man. So I'll have, I'll have them look it up. We're going to post some pictures, get you on some social media here. And uh, you also wanted to give a shout out to somebody, you, it's a company you work with. Um, what, oh, yeah. Um, William Wood Watches. So. A friend of mine, he set up this company. I'm actually wearing one of their watches now. It's called William Wood Watches. His um, grandfather was a firefighter, and he wanted to do something to honor his grandfather. So he set up this watch company, and they use recycled firefighters' material 
to build the watches. So have you seen the old brass fire helmets they used to have in the UK? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they, they melt them down and you, you probably can't see, but in the crown of the watch there, that is from a, an old British brass fire helmet. Nice. Um, and there's loads of like detail on the watch, which is firefighter related. The strap is made from recycled fire hose. Nice. Um, okay. So they're a really cool company, and um, they donate some of their profits to again to the firefighters' charity. So it's for for a really good cause as well. So if any of you guys or any of your listeners are interested, check out William Wood Watches. Yeah, really good story behind it. Check yeah, out the nice. website. They should have sent us that link, and we'll put it on our social media so we can get them get them yeah. a yeah help a firefighter charity out. Yeah, we we have a yeah. we have, we have a store coming out too, so it wouldn't be bad to kind of figure out if we couldn't feature that from time to time here and there, nice. depending on that. Yeah, maybe we can get it on our store and help you get sales and towards the firefighters, uh, helping firefighters, the foundation that you guys are assisting with. Oh, that'd be awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Well, thank you for being on. It was, it was awesome. And uh, what about your personal trainer business? What? How to? How do? How do you give a shout out to that? Yeah. So anyone who wants to follow me, follow my Instagram, Lee Phillips nine nine nine, and you, you'll see all my workouts and stuff on there, and also links to some of my plans that I sell online. If you you know, looking for an online plan you want to follow. Um, follow the links through my Instagram to my website. Um, and, yeah, it's all on there. Perfect. And so, I mean, remember, you know, if, uh, in the U.K. also, man, you have uh, listeners get on the podcast. If you don't mind uh, posting that, we're, we're on Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and then our um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and then our webpage is firefighterkingdom.com. And coming soon is Firefighter Kingdom Coffee. And then we have a first responders brand. And we'll make sure to get you guys some uh, coffee out there so you can try it out. And hopefully the firefighters like it. And also yeah, some of the proceeds awesome. when uh, we sell our coffee are also go to a foundation here. Um, helping firefighters which are, who are, have been burned in fires or injured on the job and their families. So we have a foundation also we'll be announcing. Oh, that's cool. That's great work, man. Hey, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Make sure you tune into a podcast on Apple, uh, iTunes, uh, as well as uh, Spotify, and also go to firefighterkingdom.com. We're so happy to have uh, Lee Phillips here. Appreciate you, man, and I'll let Robert sign off for us. All right, so signing off until next time, I'm Robert Sanchez, your host, or co-host Vince Trujillo, and thanks again, Lee Phillips, from the London Fire Brigade. It's been an honor to have you on, and it's been interesting having you on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure, and it's yeah, nice to speak to you again, Robert. Thank you, man. So keep in touch. When you come into the States, give me a call, and we can meet up. Or if you're coming through New Mexico, like I said, maybe we can get you on a live podcast, and we can do it in front of a fire truck that you guys bring, or if you do bring one, that'd be nice. For sure, man. That'd be cool, definitely. So tell all the other mates I said hi there in, in London. <laughs> Will do, buddy. Take care. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.